I can't even deal with any of that. It's loud. There's a band going. I'm like, ah. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 261. I can't believe it. Two weeks in a row. Amazing. Amazing. Um, it's so cold and uh, like Arctic right now that I don't think there's anything else to do but sit in my cold basement that's not heated and uh, talking to a microphone for an hour. How about you? I have a space heater. Do you have a space heater on? What about the turtles, dude? It's not. It's not. Just put, a, put a sweatshirt on, dude. Get over it. Um, I could. So while you were uh, running a little bit late, guess what I did? I don't know. I was looking at the Twitters. I don't think there's a worse place in the world, virtual or otherwise, than Twitter. Okay. It's just awful. Everybody hates everybody. I mean, you realize you have to go and, like, follow? No, you don't. Well, I mean, yes, but it doesn't matter. I I think you could take any cross-section of anybody's followers, and it's just just nasty to each other. I mean, everything. Okay, great. And then everything's, you know, it's political season. So, of course, you know... Trump's everywhere on his stuff, and then Hillary with not liking anybody, and Bernie, and then everybody's like, "No, I like Bernie," and it's it's just, well, can't people just like get along a little bit and like try and empathize a little bit? So this is gonna be the message for me today. I think it's gonna be my 2020. Empathize with just stop getting all angry everybody? and like upset about everything. I'm trying to be much more chill this year. This is the year of chill. 2020. Now, is, is this is this like everything in moderation? I mean, anything anyone does, you should just be comfortable with. No, anything? absolutely not. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Where do you draw the line? Uh, wow. I don't know. It's just it's weird. You know, a couple of people I've know have died recently. Uh, my That's age. No good. No, yeah. and it's it's just like what am I doing here? I got my kids are getting older faster than I want them to, so it's like I gotta. Do something there, like not be on them all. I don't know. I'm just trying to like oh, yeah, be a lot yeah, more chill. Like stop that. yelling about stuff. Stop getting all worked up. I've, I've noticed that they're getting very, they're reacting very strongly about stuff really quickly, like quick temper and stuff. And I'm like, I think they're turning into you. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you know, yeah, I think they're, they're starting to like, it's back and like, yes, yes. So I'm trying to like, I got to <laughs> not let them get so, they're very excitable. It's not so much just like yelling, but just like the excitement level and not in a good excitement well level. Right. So I'm trying to take a step back from everything and slow things down here, but doing some yoga. No, burning, no, burning some no, essential oils no, 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 nothing like that. Okay. Just not to be so reactionary so quick. Anyways, I don't know. That's just sort of what I was feeling a little bit. Uh, okay. I hear you. Yeah. I didn't look at the notes yet. Uh, There's nothing in the notes. I mean, I just cleared oh. them out. Okay. But I sent myself some. Oh, well, maybe maybe should we, we don't have any mail. So if you ever want to be mentioned on this show to your other four or 5,000 listeners, uh, just, uh, you know, write in dads at dadsbeingdads.com. Ask us your questions. Tell us your stories. Anything you uh, want to tell us. Tell us who you're supporting for the presidency. Um, and we'll ignore it. No, I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Give us a new take. I, I need new takes. All that's the thing is I'm getting all the same takes. Maybe I should just like declare Twitter bankruptcy. You know, there's such thing as an email bankruptcy. 
No. What does that mean? It means like, and I probably should do it, is that my email account is so overwhelmed. Like I'll never catch up. You I'll never get to it. You just yeah. be like, no, no. You're just like, that email address is dead. Tomorrow, my email address is now oh. this. So, yeah. And just, oh, yeah. Because you, you wouldn't really make much headway just deleting everything because it would all start coming yeah, back. Yeah, stuff starts coming. Like, I've gotten so far behind on all the spam and all the like mailing lists I've signed up for that I, I'll never catch up. So, you, yeah, all the spam. You got to go through it. You want to know how many unread messages I have? <laughs> See, mine says, like, in my inbox, just it says 17,262. And that's just in yeah. my primary. Yeah, that's about right. I deleted, no joke, like I get Facebook notification emails because I wanted Why to- Why would you do that? Because, I, yeah. because of certain groups that I, I uh, um, what do you call it, subscribe to, instead of having to go to Facebook, I'm like, okay, send me the messages for the groups that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I tried it. I deleted 25,000 Facebook messages yesterday that were in my email. 25,000. I was like, you know, select all in this category. That's amazing. 25,000. That's how many emails. I wonder how many turtles died to make those uh, possible. So in my promotions tab, 94,318. <laughs> really? That, yeah. I mean, that's what, and, that, and that's all like, you know, here we'll go down. Pinterest, the daily deal, friends at CFA. I don't even know what that is. Slick deals, Nintendo, Socks Attic, Under Armour, Discovery Museum, Vans, Super. Like this, I, that's what I told you. Kickstarter, HBO Go, GameStop. Is there a way to make something not a promotion? Because I just looked at my tab and it's got stuff in there that shouldn't be in there. Yeah, you just drag it to another tab. But I can't because the tabs are off the screen. Uh, I don't know. I can drag. And then my updates has twenty six thousand, and then my forums only has twelve. Like I kept up with it. Like I, I have my forums. One is one specific, couple specific mailing groups, and I've got this one under control. But the rest of them, forget it. I mean, what? Let's do the math. Twenty six thousand. That's one hundred and twenty thousand. 132,000 and another 17 is 149,000. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. like forget it. You know, you go through and just start signing up for everything. So, what I do, um, and I have, I have yet to really undo any of them, but I should start. Whenever I sign up for anything, what? So I, have, I have my own. Well, I haven't even finished my sentence. No, I know, but I just got, I just was in my email, and uh, one of the teachers at my kid's school retired effectively today. Effective today. Who does that? Who's a teacher? I I retire today. What? Did they say like it was your fault? <sighs> I don't think we have them. Um, okay, that teacher ever? No, but who retires effective today? <laughs> that's amazing. I might do that. Yeah, one. that's what I'm going to do for sure. <laughs> and here is my resignation. Anyway. Um, what I've, I've been doing this for years. I've been doing this for many years, and I can and I could tell you by scanning through some of my emails, because I have my own domain. Yeah. Uh, any it's set up so that any email sent to that domain goes to me, unless it's explicitly one of the other family members' email. So if you misspell like my wife's email address, it goes to me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So anytime I sign up for anything, I make up a fake email address and make up a new email address based on the thing I'm signing up for. So there's one in my mailbox that's to baseball. I'll just tell you the beginning of the domain to baseball. There's another one to biking. There's another one to CBS. It's from CBS, like the station, right? (laughs) There's one to revolution, like the soccer team. So is that spam? Like someone's saying revolution at teamworks, Randy's domain.com. It's yeah, exactly. So someone's sending you a spam. No, I've registered with them. Essentially, uh, oh. I, at some point in time, I filled out an email address on their site, 
And instead of putting in my own, I put in Revolution. Okay. There's another one for Teamworks. There's JetBlue. So if you got an email from like Kmart and it was like, yeah. hey, JetBlue at randysdomain.com, you would know yeah. that I would JetBlue know that sold, sold your address. Right. All right. <laughs> exactly. So here, actually, here's one. I just got one addressed to my my wife's cousin's name at my address because I used it when I registered for her wedding. <laughs> right and it's from the hotel it's some advertising deal for the hotel we stayed at which is super annoying right so i should obviously block that address there's more cbs there's uh let's see what's a good one here's stars there's another tv there's joy tunes for the piano tax act for taxes there's another spam for my cousin's wedding um hmm. there's a misspelled one. Oh, there's a misspelled one <laughs> i think i misspelled my own address that time it still came to me uh, baseball. Come on, there's got to be a fancy one in here. Norwegian Airlines. Okay, this is boring. Oh, yeah. here's one. This is here's boring. one. Yeah, here's one to Chelsea. Like the person's name, Chelsea. Yeah, I have no idea why I would have typed that. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, okay, I this do. is like the I'm bored. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know. I can tell because you're typing. You need to do something. Hey, listen, before the holidays, I want—I did have a follow-up here. Okay, so you know what I got for Christmas after all the chattering we were doing about these before Christmas? No, I don't. pair of pup socks. Well, actually, m- multiple pairs of pups. No. No, one pair of pup socks, yeah. Pup socks. But they don't actually have puppies on them. No, they have my daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It's weird. You can just send in any picture? Yeah, you can send any picture. But we were joking, 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 and then I ended up getting them. We were joking about the animal portraits and all that sort of, and I didn't end up doing it. So, Mm, Of course you didn't. No follow-through. My family has all the (laughs) follow-through. All the expenditures. Yeah, fine. (laughs) Sure, whatever. You can keep them. (sighs) So what else? Yes. Yeah, you know what else? Have you heard this story about the Twitter? The twi- I mean the the uh, not the Twitter the one that you the, went uh, through in the, the Target employee. No, you didn't no, that? I saw yeah. the tight. I saw the headlines, but I didn't yeah. see the story. All right, so some you know what a journo is. This is the, this. <laughs> well, give me the gist of it. So this some journo, which is like a slang, I think a derogatory slang term for a journalist, mm-hmm. goes into a Target in Massachusetts and sees something that's marked wrong, like a mm-hmm. a toothbrush, like electronic toothbrush that's marked for a penny. Mm-hmm. Takes it to the register, the uh, target employee, the manager, assistant manager, whatever on duty, um, responds and says, no, we're not going to honor that one cent price for this. I don't know how much an electronic toothbrush costs. Right. So what does he do? He takes to the Twitters to shame this poor woman. And she's got to be 24, 25 years old. She's just, you know, probably making minimum wage plus a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. assistant manager to target. Uh, and she's just trying to do her job. This, this journal gets on Twitter and tries to shame her. Well, you know what happens? No. Somebody sets up a GoFundMe for the woman. $30,000 later. <laughs> for what? Did she get fired? No, she didn't get fired. They're like, send the target woman on vacation or something. And uh, so people oh, donated because they were so pissed at the guy. Like this, 
jerk face decides to like shame this target employee for doing nothing but her job because something was obviously mismarked and he like quotes the mass law and then of course somebody responds to him and he's like well if you're gonna quote the law get the law right and it says in in the one in in the fine print of the law it's like unless it's obviously mismarked <laughs> this is a jerk i don't understand why people do this stuff this is what i mean like people are going out of their ways to like be total jerks to people let's not do that anymore i don't know it's getting me all aggravated because then my kids, my kids are getting like, I, I don't know, the energy that's, the, where are we going? I think the politics is getting to me. I think the whole thing. No, I'm just like, am I, this is a midlife crisis. This is what it is. Realizing that my own mortality is right around the corner and my yeah, my no, seven-year-old comes down right before, 825, right? We try to record at 830. I'm on time tonight. 825, my daughter, my seven-year-old comes down, comes down from upstairs. She comes down every night, right? But it's like, uh, and she's like bawling like all visibly shook upset go back a sec she comes down every night from she comes down from upstairs and is like i don't want to go to bed but this time she comes down she's like all upset like so we're we're never really that patient with her because it's like no you got to go to bed you Mm got to go to bed this is just like last night and for the last seven years this is what happens at this time of day (laughs) you forget somehow but this is what so she comes down she's all like shook and you're like well you know a little different like hey what's wrong What's, what's going on Starts like kind of being real weepy. My wife said, Faith, what's going on? What's going on? What's wrong? I, I don't want to die. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Punches me in the heart. I'm like, what's going on? Where did this come from? And my, you know, I was letting my wife handle it, but she was like, you know, where is this coming from? What's going on? Did you, wh- wh- why do you think you're going to die? What's going on? She's like, everybody dies, but God and everyone, I don't want to die. And it's adorable, but. That's true. Everybody dies, but God. Well, yeah. And then, uh. So it's, I don't even know where it came from, but then I had to come downstairs, so. But she it's, threw that little last bit in there, too? Yeah, she did, yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably, you know, that's, we teach them. <laughs> Not yeah. that we teach them specifically, but that she, yeah, so. Um, so you would have had to teach them specifically, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, impo- <laughs> let's leave the theology alone. But, <laughs> it, it, uh, well, God and, and Satan, I guess, right? Well, the, the, there's other, uh beings too but um <laughs> it's but it's like where did it come from right and uh and people are just being jerks and my seven-year-old just doesn't want to die oh uh, that's what i mean what are we doing help, help me out randy i'm depressed i think mine um well they have these funny little quirks like my my similar she's eight but she's probably similar so we went away for the weekend to go skiing yes we got this nice cabin because we had enough families staying together that it made it more affordable um and it was it was a pretty nice place like it was basement we could stuff the kids in just kind of shut the door and ignore the noise while they broke everything uh bathroom in the basement bedroom in the basement big couch my daughter every time my daughter had to use the bathroom (laughs) this is this is not that new but she she does it at home too she would come upstairs and she'd make one of us go to the bathroom with her or at least stand right outside the door okay yeah we've heard and, this before so she's yeah, still doing right. this and you know this i'm like with the kitchen the kitchen is right here you know it was, it was a matter of four feet right it wasn't on a different floor kind of thing and usually she doesn't tell me why she just says she doesn't like the room but lately she's been starting to tell me why she's afraid to do certain things okay or like she's been telling me about her nightmares and this sort of thing uh, which she didn't use to tell me the details of. 
But the reason why <laughs> this is just funny. The reason why she didn't like either of, to be in either of the bathrooms alone is because they had an extra door in them. Wait, what? Back me up here. What had an extra door in them? So there's a door to go into the bathroom. Okay. But in the bathroom, there was like a little linen closet. Okay. She didn't like <laughs> there was a door in, in the bathroom because she didn't know what was behind it. And they were locked because they're like the owner's oh, cabinets right, kind yeah. of thing. So, so you couldn't open it to check for one. But she just she didn't like the idea that there was a, a an extra door in there. So like, you know, you could sort of imagine if the if the bathroom door was shut, uh, now all of a sudden the other door might open, right? <laughs> right. If, if, there, if that door shut, I have no way out, and then the other door could open, and then whatever's in there is going to come out, right? So I can, I can sort of empathize. Now I'm freaked out. I, maybe I don't look at this. Because <laughs> what is in that little closet? It's locked. could be anything. Yeah. And so yeah. she wouldn't go in there. She didn't make us come in the bathroom with her, but she would keep the bathroom door open a crack so that she could see me standing in the hallway, and that was it. At least, yeah, at least there's some, like, thought process. It's not an irrational fear. I mean, it's still an it's irrational still, fear. but still irrational, yeah. But it's got some sort of basis to it. Right. But then, of course, as you pointed out earlier, right, the next, during the day, she would run off on her own all over a giant mountain. Just yeah. Just to be worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were people around, but she was out of doors, very far away from us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is I don't know maybe it's just not nighttime I don't know they did go this was a funny thing so we get to this cabin and we're setting up the house Uh, and I think it was it was the day it was after the first day because first night we we unpacked and then went skiing the next day and then the, the second night we got back to the cabin and the kids wanted to go outside and play like in the snow so yeah whatever go outside and some of the other adults are like, so where are the kids? I'm like, oh, they're outside. And I can pretty much guarantee you they're probably drowning in the river by now because there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a river nearby. Right. Right. And I have no doubt that they're just going to find it and then just start messing around in this river because why wouldn't you, right? Right. They can probably hear the water gurgling, whatever. And, I said, and one of the other girls was like, oh, I want to go. I want to go play outside too. I'm like, okay, you... Why don't I turn on some of the walkie-talkies? You can take one with you. And when you go find them, you can call me back. Let me know if any of them are dead. And so I turn on the walkie-talkies to test it. You know, I'm like, oh, testing. And I hand her one. And the kids that are out playing said, oh, they, they call back. And they say, oh, hey, somebody turned on the walkies. They already had one with them. Oh, look at these guys. Smart. And I said, I said uh, oh, yeah. Like, uh, what are you guys doing? Where are you? They're like, <laughs> They're like we, we found a river. I mean, they say straight out. Just, <laughs> <laughs> we found a river. We're chucking rocks in it. I'm like, oh, right. Of course. Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> and <laughs> so, right. You know, immediately I told them like, okay, just can you keep a reasonable distance from this river? Because it's, it's not a shallow river. It's full of rocks. There's ice on the surface. All this kind of, they're like, okay, not that much longer later. You know, it's starting to get dark too. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the kids called back and says, Hey, Max found a staircase with a with a rope ladder that goes down to the river. Oh, no. It's okay if he takes it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's no. 
it's not okay if he takes the broken down staircase <laughs> with the rope, you know, railing down to the river. Please stay away from. Yeah. <laughs> so who did did they stay out of the river or? Uh... I I mean none of them came home wet. I mean and it was it was freezing too. So if they were, if they actually did fall in and get wet, this would be trouble. I don't I don't even know where they were. Like I would have had to follow their tracks because I don't know which direction they went. I never went outside to find the river. I just knew it was nearby. So, oh, wow. I just right. thought it was funny. Like, we're down by a river. <laughs> Guess what we found? I mean, there's all those rivers all up there, and uh, and they look yeah. so, you know, they're so appealing. It's like, oh, wow, they running are, water. Yeah. There's snow. Yeah. I don't know what it is about throwing snow and ice into real river. It's like watching it melt. Yeah. yeah. And there's just endless amounts of it. And then all of a sudden, you're standing in the river, and you're like, oh, this is so cold. I don't Why know. Why would you be standing? Because the kids, <laughs> that's what they always do. And like, oh, yeah. how did you get, why did you, and then they're crying. And, <laughs> why did you get uh, in the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, one of the kids didn't have, uh, didn't, they didn't bring snow boots, you know, blaming the, the parents were sort of blaming the kids, but I'm like, uh, yeah. Kids. Okay. So, so they, they're running around in the snow in their sneakers. I'm like, okay, that's great. You know who else didn't bring snow boots up there? <laughs> <laughs> got two thumbs and you yeah i didn't i was like i don't know what i was doing my kids are like you didn't why are you walking around in your sneakers i'm like because i'm an idiot i didn't bring boots i didn't plan this well you had your snowboard boots uh yeah i know but this was just like well they like said four inches of snow and we got much more than that we got much more like closer to eight and uh yeah Hmm. anyways i i use my snowboard boots as boots in those situations i don't like having too much stuff I don't like walking around in snow boots that much. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> say so. I mean, in terms of like getting ready, and if if anyone is actually gone skiing, that's listening here, it's it's an ordeal. It's a uh, you probably put just as much energy into the arrival and getting kids ready process as you do into the actual skiing. Oh yeah. So, so- anywhere you can gain some efficiencies is 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 a huge gain. So like I, I usually leave the house or the wherever we're staying, uh, just in my stuff. So I, I drive in my snowboard boots, and uh, <laughs> I don't I don't bring any extra junk. Whoa, Not whoa, whoa! Pe- what do you mean you drive? Yeah, I know, right? Just, you got no choice. This is where we. This is where we drive. There is no. Um, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's yeah. just what we do. That's where we drive to. That's what. The, that's why we paid twenty grand for a car is so we could go skiing. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Um, it's true it's true though like we we could we could almost live without it with a few exceptions with a couple with a few trips so then you're like wait if that's the only thing we're using it for think of how much we could save if we just didn't do those things well also couldn't you just like rent it maybe yeah yeah Yeah, you can go out rent a car for the weekend i mean if you find a car for a weekend it would probably cost you 250 bucks maybe yeah, that's maybe. a lot of rentals to get to, to uh, twenty thousand dollars. It's a lot of rentals. Yeah, well, not if it's two fifty. That adds up kind of quick. Just four to get to a thousand. Yeah, and then you got to twenty th- to twenty thousand of them. So you got twenty. <laughs> you got to rent eighty weekends to pay for that car. Uh, eighty four. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Eighty times ten. Um. <laughs> But that's over the course. Of the, you spread it over like ten years, right? So it could add up. 
Yeah, but you're also renting a car that you never, never have any problems with, no maintenance. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm at. I, I want to get rid of our, well, I've joked about this with my, well, joked with some seriousness to my wife about getting rid of the giant SUV that we have because. And just renting a giant mobile when you need when it. When we need it, yeah. Uh, I, I don't get very far with it. but <laughs> So that was me today, driving the giant mobile to work by myself. Why? Because my wife went to Wachusett. So I was like, well, this is stupid. You shouldn't drive the giant mobile to Wachusett for um, use all that energy. You should have taken your, your bike cycle to work today. Yeah. Yeah. Not there yet. <laughs> uh, anyways, where were we? We've been all over the place on this. Um, yes. So it does take a lot more energy getting onto the mountain than it does actually like getting there takes as much as being on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. So if you can refine any of that process, it's it's worthwhile. And I think, um, well, there's a bunch of things that we have done to evolve this whole process. And food is a big part of it. You spend a lot of money in the cafeteria if you don't prepare. Uh, a couple of quick tips there, at least. So we tend to make, we'll make just tons of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which my wife is getting tired of, but I love them. So it doesn't matter. Uh prep the food, bring it in a snack bag, you know, bring more than you need. Yeah. Anybody can go inside and eat anytime. It's all good. If you want hot chocolates, usually the mountains will let you get hot water for free. Oh, really? When, hmm. Yeah. So we bring like all the coffee mugs and stuff, like yeah. all the travel mugs. Right. And then we just go fill them with hot water in the cafeteria and we bring our own packets of hot chocolate. Huh. So the kids can have just endless hot chocolate. If they want. I always keep a pocket of my jacket with a Ziploc bag that's filled with jelly beans or gummies of some kind yep, or yep, something. Yep, little diabetes that. pills for the kids. Yeah. And uh, so they always want to go up on the chair with me because I have a pocket full of jelly beans. <clears throat> the And of course, you know, we could talk for hours about the whole, we've talked about the walkie talkies and how they work and how they're set up. But what makes them so, I think what makes them so useful and what we've evolved into, at least because the kids are a little bit older now, they're more independent, is that when we arrive, the kids get dressed and then they're going to get hot if they stand around inside. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they're ready, and now my eight-year-old, is she's pretty good at getting herself ready now. She doesn't need help. So she gets her own ski boots on and everything, gets everything the way she needs to be, and then she just goes outside. And so she's not boiling hot inside, and the first kid that goes outside unpacks all the ski bags for the rest of us. So they lay out all the skis on the ground for everybody else. And it's a good system. So as soon as, like, the next kid goes out or one of their friends goes out, they just take off. So, like, if if my 8-year-old goes out and one of her friends, if we're there with the other families, if her friends go out, then they just get on the chair together and they and they go. And they leave us. And that's it. And then we, we split up from the beginning of the day. We just, we go our separate ways. And we, we right. meet up periodically, right? Because they're constantly calling us and giving us updates on their location and what lift they're getting on and whether or not they're getting snacks inside and this sort of thing. And, and then we just kind of, uh, you know, we catch up. So what's, because what's really, I think what's really frustrating is when you pay like $90 for a lift ticket. Uh-huh. And then you're standing there watching chair after chair after chair, like go up the mountain while you're not on it. 
and you're waiting for three people inside oh, to yeah. oh they're getting their mittens weren't on quite right they're getting their hand warmers oh this person had to go to the bathroom we'll be out in a minute though just keep standing there and waiting it's like oh my god <laughs> like you're you're literally costing me money it's just i don't know so i like being able to let everybody go at their own pace if the kids can get out there first and they can take off let them go yeah yeah i think that's good i'm i'm still dealing with littler kids so it's not like my older two sure we did that um my 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 younger two i'm still pretty uh pretty involved with Sure, but they go then they go with you. So you let the other ones go, and then you yeah. take care of the little ones. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I do have to. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Disconnect myself from my uh, my my old self from the situation that I find myself every time I ski. I used to go like I used to be like, yeah, I'm going skiing. I'm I'm out in the mountain all day, right? And now it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, this isn't working. Like I can't get all crazy about how much I just spent to sit here in the lodge because I spent a lot of time in the lodge that I no- used to not do because it's just uh, I don't know. Yeah. My my youngest is not really that super hardy. No, we went to one mountain and then the lift um the lift shut down that was serving the the uh, kitty bunny hill there. So I mm. couldn't really go out on that. So it was just like, uh, you know, so, but I'm like, okay, this is what it is. I just have to accept it and move on and not get all worked up about it. And um, yeah, but it, it it's definitely different. It used to be like, you know, on the mountain when it opened and uh, just get out there. And now, it, so if you, if you, you got to make lemonade out of the lemons, right? Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, well, so, it's not even like making lemons out of the lemonade. It's more like just accepting that you're that not going to have huh? what? Yeah, if you could turn them back into lemons, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. What? No, what? <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, you know. So at the end of the day, it was like we had this conversation. It's like I had to ask the kids in the car, like, "Did you guys have fun?" You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Then it was successful because it's not about I'm not. It's not about me anymore and my. So I'm right. just a facilitator. I'm not mm-hmm. there to, yeah, if I get some runs in, fine. And we try and split up and Holly will give me a little like, okay, you go off or whatever, get a couple of hot laps in and you, and then you go yeah. and, you know. Yeah. You don't need more than a handful. I find these days. Right. Cause you get, you're like, Ooh, man, like it's getting a little rubbery there and I'm going to, I'm going to push this a little too far and I'm going to go sliding into a tree. Yeah. And even just, I mean, just hitting the ground. Yeah. At this age. It's, it's rough. Yeah, that ground is not. Uh, yeah, it's not soft and not soft. I mean, unless you get like a real powdery day, yeah. you fall on the ice. That's that's hard. That's hard stuff. Um, I, we were with. I picked up a, a strange kid. I had never really. I saw him once over the summer, but a kid that was with one of the families that came okay. with us. <laughs> not just a rando on the mountain. Not a stranger. Hey, kid, you right? kid, come with us. <laughs> he so his mom was there by herself because she's divorced and. She had two kids, but the younger kid wasn't, you know, doing as well as the older kid. And the older kid was kind of getting antsy. And the older kid, I kind of gave some quick tips to because he was snow plowing everywhere. And then he just started following me. So, like, every time we would cross paths, he'd want to go with me. And so I would make I was just making turns in front of him, trying to make him practice his turns. So we're just swerving down the mountain, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, which seems pretty boring. Right. And after a while, it's kind of like, but the other people were like, you, you sure you want to stay with him? Like I could take over. 
And, you know, they would make an attempt to take over and then they would just go way too fast and the kid would almost die. So I'd have to take him back and be like, are you crazy? What are you doing? <laughs> um, so, but sort of what you were saying, I'd try to just make the most of it. And I would, I would just kind of like for most of it, I was riding backwards because I was snowboarding. So yeah. I'm like, all right, if, if I have to go, you know, if I have to make these slow speed turns so he can practice and follow me, I might as well practice riding backwards. Yeah, right. And then, uh, you know, so I had fun doing that, being like, all right. And then what kids really like, I don't know, all kids like this, it seems, is you find an ungroomed trail. So it has all kinds of snow on it that's like sort of formed into bumps. Uh-huh. It's not like moguls, but there's just bumpy snow everywhere. And then you just keep traversing the trail and every one of those bumps is basically a jump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you yeah. just crisscross the trail and you just jump off of all these bumps. And that's completely what he wanted to do. He had a blast and then I was doing it. I'm like, all right, well, I might as well, you know, I can see how far I can jump off all these stupid little bumps and reach the next bump and jump and go backwards, jump and whatever. And so I'm going and jumping and he's following me and jumping and, you know, we're both having a blast. So I'm like, all right, that's no big deal. Low risk. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think you got to find your like your enjoyment is no longer really like finding the how fast and how awesome you can be but like can i pass on the enjoyment that i have for this sport to somebody else right the next generation and then you know and it's going to be a pretty short window of that and then like i can't keep up with my young my my uh <clears throat> my other two kids right now right they're fast yeah they're fast. i mean i could but again it's like if i catch an edge or something I'm going to be so busted up that, and they're not going to be right. I'm yeah, you might break your back. Right. And I'm still, I'm not a hundred percent from getting hit by the truck. And then, <laughs> so I was like, I, got, I was riding pretty conservative this weekend, new snowboard, new bindings, new boots, the whole new thing. Right. And so I was uh, like, all right, I got to get, get a hang of this. Now give me a month <clears throat> when um, we go over February break. I'm going to try and push a little more. That'll give me another month. That'll be a full like. Good, yeah. That'll, that'll go well, yeah. No, but I will I like keeping up with them, you know. So the conditions weren't great. It was a little icy. So like I said, there was just a couple of things working against me where I wasn't like, okay, I really need to push this right now. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to spend the time trying to get the younger ones going a little bit. So, mm. and you know, I, I spent a little more time with my third kid than I normally end up to with it, but I, I enjoyed it. And she's on a snowboard, so she likes. And you know what, though, I hate, can't stand this whole snowboard skier thing. Do you, your kids? You're you're all on skis, right? Except for you. Yeah, yeah. Except for me. Yeah. So my siblings are my kids are like getting at each other. Yeah, snowboarders, snowboarders suck. Skiers suck. Skiing is really? stupid. Yeah. Do any of your kids snowboard? Yeah, my Helen does. My third. Oh. And they're like, yeah, they're all on her face about it. And I'm like, and she's like, they keep telling us the snowboarders are slow. I'm like, they're idiots, first of all. Do they all like, talk like that? Yeah, they're all giving her a hard time. I'm like, uh, I'm like, first of all, it's not true. <laughs> and like, I don't care. Like, I'm snowboarding too, and I'm not, I'm not getting upset about it. So just let it roll off. But they won't stop. And like, I can do a better jump than you on a snowboard. You can't do a back scratcher on a snowboard. You can't do a spread eagle on a snow. <laughs> I'm like, are you guys for real? Like, this is such a <laughs> stupid conversation. And you're getting upset about something that's so dumb. And, eh, I don't know. I guess the snowboarder skier thing is still like a thing. I didn't think anybody cared anymore. 
just your family. Like, well, no, not just my family. I've been reading a bunch of articles about this. Like, keep popping up in my new news feed. I'm like, who cares? Wait, if I want to go on a snowboard, you want? It's because it's listening to you. I guess. Well, no, one of my one of my wife's friends was like, so my wife, she got season passes while she was it, and she's been going every Tuesday, and this is the third what week in a row. Well, last week there was like twelve moms that went on Tuesday, just kind of that all fell together, and they all went, and she sends a picture of all of them. She's the only one on a snowboard. And I'm like, wait, you're the only one on a snowboard? They're all on skis? And she's like, yeah, they're all on skis. And then one of her friends was like, I hate snowboarders. And then she's like, well, I'm a snowboarder. And she's like, what? Really? I can't stand snowboarders. And I'm like, wait, why do you? So it's just funny. I don't know. It's a thing. Maybe maybe just to me. Maybe I'm the only one paying attention. Mm, well, it just adds to uh, the list of reasons what people can hate me for, I guess. Yeah, so wait, your whole crew that was there right this weekend, however many, yeah. four different Families or yeah, pieces four, of family. Four families. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How many snowboarders? Just me. Just you. Mm-hmm. Really? No wife doesn't. I thought the wife was a snowboarder too. No. No. Just you. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Well, I got nothing then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just me. Um, a couple. There were a bunch of things that did happen though. Uh, that I wanted to tell you about. All right. One of the more at least relatable things. Is so so we're we're in this we're in this cabin. Three families are staying in the cabin. One of them is just visiting. They had somewhere else to stay, but they were visiting for the evening. Okay, dinner and whatnot. And so we had two kids each. One of them had one family had three, but the one of them wasn't there. So we had two, 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 and two. So we had eight kids, right? <laughs> is that right? Is that math right? Two, two, two. Um, That's six. No, four families. It'd be, okay, then two, 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 two. Two, two kids each. Okay. <laughs> me, 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 me. Okay. Eight kids. <laughs> and, you know, they're going bananas, right? They're in the basement. They're yeah. upstairs. We're kind of locked into the basement. And yeah. it's getting, I'm like, okay, after dinner, we're going to have, we're going to feed these kids dinner. And then after dinner, what are they going to do? I don't want to put a movie on. No. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to put a movie on because they're in bedtime. They're going to be just through the roof. Not even a, uh, a uh, Warren Miller movie? A what? Warren, Warren Miller movie. Yeah, that might have been a good idea. But no, the, the, the TV didn't come out. There were two TVs in there. We didn't turn it on once the whole trip. Right. Okay. So TV stayed off. Yeah. Uh, we had music, but whatever. You know, it's fine. So I was like, all right, what am I going to do with them after dinner? And of course, I'm thinking about all the things we talked about and whatnot and things we've tried. So I said, well, what they because what they really need is to get ready for the next day. We need them ready because we're going to get up really early and we need to get to the bed on time. So I need them to get ready and finish what they're doing and brush their teeth and all this stuff. And then we want to read stories and we're just going to read Harry Potter from the part where the youngest kid has left off. So some people were re-listening to it, but whatever. Um, so I said, well, the only way to do this is with a checklist. <laughs> so I found, managed to find a, a pad of paper in the house and made a little grid and started asking the other adults like what lists of items that needed to get done all right we're like, da, 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 da. so a big section of the checklist was packing their ski bag for the next day and all the items that needed to be in it from mittens and balaclavas which they called black avocados <laughs> black avocados hand warmers and foot warmers <laughs> just in case and their goggles and their helmets and their snow pants and everything and you know um so all these items on the list then change into their pajamas then then they can come up and have a cookie you know or a dessert or whatever then they brush their teeth then they go to the bathroom 
then we can read that it's bad. We want to go to the bathroom before bed, right? And it worked fantastically because it was all on one sheet. Like I didn't give each kid their own checklist. I just had a grid of where their initials were and all this kind of stuff. So I gave the sheet to one of the kids. The other, that kid took it to the rest of the kids. And before you knew it, there was just this swarm of kids running all over the cabin, doing different things, packing their ski bags, asking questions, you know, whatever. didn't matter. And in their pajamas, having their dessert, brushing their teeth, using the bathroom. And then they were ready. And then we could sit down and read. And it was like reading time went real smooth. And by the time we were done reading, they were all super tired. And a couple of them I like carried to bed, put them in bed. And then that was it. They were like out. Nice. Yeah. And then, you know, they were up before dawn the next morning and, and we were out getting first chair. Yeah. I don't know how you got up that early. And they did it. Like <laughs> they did it all the next two nights. I think three nights that I, what did I do the first night? First night was a mess because one family came in at like one in the morning. But uh, so one of the kids, while we were leaving the lodge, he's like, he's like, Randy, are we going to have a checklist? <laughs> and I didn't know if he was asking about the lodge or when we got back to the cabin. I'm like, yeah, we're totally going to have a checklist. Don't worry. So nice. the second, you know, the last night we made up a new checklist. They followed the whole thing. Same. It was pretty much a copy as the first one. But yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to get, remember everything. <laughs> Because otherwise, what would have happened, right? Yeah. It would have been four different sets of parents giving orders to four different sets of kids that none of them would listen to, just right. like every just like every day. Yeah. But you told me to do this. I'm like, I told you to get ready for bed. Yeah. It's like, well, what does that mean? Well, right. Put your pajamas on. Oh, but I thought you wanted me to pack my ski bag. Well, do that too. Well, where's my snow pants? Where's my this? And I don't know what should go in there. And it's like, what are these doing on the floor? You know, that's that's what it would have been for hours, right? It's just parents cross-yelling at different kids about different things. And it's, it would have been such a huge mess. But they did it. They just, if they could read it, they could review it. They could go through. It's just easy making a list. Like, why not? Why do I have to keep yelling this stuff at them? We front-loaded it. You know, we thought through the whole thing. And it seemed kind of dumb in hindsight, like, Okay, just get him a list. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try that a little more next time. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, you know, my, my wife was like, why don't we print some of these and bring them with us next time? And I'm like, well, you know, maybe, but I actually kind of enjoyed just sitting here and, you know, sipping on my drink and, and doodling the list while we were talking, like, and just coming up with it now, spending some time doing that instead of having it pre-ready, because who knows what would change. <clears throat> well but um yeah go on yeah but then don't you think you're gonna forget stuff if i pre-printed it oh you mean if something would like, i forget to add something just, to the list? yeah if you're just doing it on the fly so i i left some space on the list oh <laughs> i actually left a bunch of lines free on the list in the middle okay and and gave and told them they could add things that they came up with and they did <laughs> They they came back and they were like, oh, you forgot that we needed to put this in our ski bag. So we added it because mm. like one of the kids remembered or something and they added a line for it. And then they all went and did it and checked it off. Um, so like, you know, one of them is going to remember it, I guess, and, and then fix it for the rest of them, too, which is good. Huh. All right. I'm going so, to have to. Uh, yeah, I want to copy that. <laughs> <laughs> copy of the checklist. Yeah. I mean, you know, what I, goes I, in the I know I'm, 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 kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause we got up there and, uh, 
so we're we all we we left at six thirty in the morning on Saturday, mm-hmm. and people are like, whoa, whoa, you got up here that fast? Wow, that's crazy! And well, we had the road to ourselves, so it was super nice, right? It was easy drive, no traffic, didn't have to worry about anybody else. But then we get up there and. We had gone over it the night before. I thought we had gone over it. <laughs> and then all the three girls were looking at me like, uh, you got my snow pants, right? It's helpful. Like, what? So a little uh, heated minutes or two. And then uh, we got managed to find some in a consignment shop down the road. But it was like, how did we do this? We were so careful. We went over everything so many times. But how do we forget snow pants? Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, so we need a little tighter checklist. But all things considered, it was the only thing that we forgot. So, I mean, for amount of stuff, we moved, you know, a lot of stuff. six people yeah. up there, you know? Yeah. And and I can see the, the light in the end of the ride. Like, my son had all his stuff. Like, he was responsible mm-hmm. for all his stuff. Now he's been going once a week with Ski Club. But, like, it, there is a point where your kids can be self-sufficient. And... uh them each having their own ski bag now with their own boots and everything's right in the bag, the helmet, the gloves, the mm-hmm. everything. We just didn't get the snow pants in the bag. So Yeah. I, I mean, we added in, so I added in they're responsible for getting their all their walkie talkie gear together oh, as well. Right. Yeah. Which so is an important detail. So they and they there's kind of a um it's like a it's it's almost like a pre flight checklist they go through before they leave the lodge. Like they 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 have to plug it in themselves, hook it up to their helmet, all that kind of stuff, put it in their pocket, turn it on. Mm. But then they have they have to make sure it works because this is this is a critical step that people just ignore for some reason. It's like you pick up your phone in the morning, you leave the house. You never test to make sure it works. Of course it works. Right. right. But they would just leave without testing. You know, they can easily do it. They can leave without testing the walkie. And then if we're trying to call them, they can't hear us because right. they're on the wrong channel. Right. They didn't turn it on. The cable's not in all the way, all this kind of stuff. So. They've picked up on that and they do their, they go through their test sequence and then we call them back and then we're all good to go. And they've been given all the instructions about like, listen, if you try to call us and we're not answering and no one's answering first, you know, check, make sure you're on the right channel check your volume, check your cables, check all these things. <laughs> Cause one of their friends did it. They were like, they were trying to call. I could hear them trying to call their friend, call their friend, call their friend. And they're like, Michael's walkie isn't working. Telling everyone else. I'm like, you, you don't need to tell us we're not with you. Just go catch up with him mm. and figure out what the problem is. And then they did. And then they called back. They're like, it wasn't turned on. I'm like, oh, goodness. Well, there gracious. you go. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the old on off button. Yeah. Yeah. So we were getting ready to leave. This, this is, this is actually kind of a question. Okay. <clears throat> I'm ready. My, I sort of told you the story already, but my, Eight-year-old skiing is is skiing with her friends unsupervised, right? Which mm-hmm. I'm psyched, I'm psyched about. We let her do it last year. I think last year was the first year. I don't remember. And super psyched about it. They're very independent. I give them some ground rules, like I don't want them skiing through trees alone. Oh, right? okay. I want them going very slowly if they are skiing through the trees because trees are really dangerous. Um. In general, I don't want them skiing alone. I want them with their friends, but okay. I want them to make sure they know that if they if they are alone and something happens and they need help, they can get anyone on the hill. They can just get the attention of anyone to come over and help. Okay. I don't think there are any predators that buy ski tickets to go out and find children to pick up. It seems like it'd be just complicated and <laughs> not really 
very yeah. good environment for it, but okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Just seems with the amount of people I go around helping on the hill, I figure <laughs> there's other people like that. There's gotta be. Um so it's Monday, Martin Luther King Junior Day, right? Yeah. Junior? Just junior? All right. It's not the senior? What have you done? You've broken my brain. What is it for real? <laughs> is there a holiday for both of them? <laughs> what? How did I? I feel like I had this one locked down until you just spoke. MLK Day Junior. 2020. Oh, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. No? Yeah, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah. But it's not called Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Huh. It's car- oh, oh, right. Because... <sighs> Because why? I'm gonna stay. You know what? We're both look like idiots now. I know. We're gonna have to take this off because because I don't no, know. No, it is about. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's funny. Okay. Sure, but now I just don't know anything about Martin Luther King Sr. Yeah, you do. Do I? He's the father of Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got that. But was he also something? You didn't know anything. Was he? Uh, no. I, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> civil rights activist. I want to say that he. Was a good father. You're <laughs> <laughs> like reading the back cover of the book. No, I, well, I mean, <laughs> he was he encouraged his son. Yeah, I don't. Feel, well, I mean, okay, we'll come anyways. back. So it's Monday. <laughs> we stay. <laughs> it's the last day of our trip, taking advantage of this beautiful holiday. And, but we want to leave around noon, you know, one at the latest to get on the road because it's a long drive to get back home. Kids have school. Okay. So we told the kids that morning. We're only staying a half day. And so we're at the top of the mountain. It's it's maybe like quarter of noon. And I'm like, all right, this will be our last run. I'll, I'll call the girls. Let them know. So I call the girls. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to tell you. So we had a <laughs> – before I finish that story, we had to create – that's not important. We, we made – I had to extend the walkie-talkie protocol a little bit. Okay, right? yeah. So every, every time anybody spoke into the walkie-talkie – I had all the adults doing it, all the kids doing it. You have to announce who you are before you say anything else. So you'd have to say, this is Randy. (laughs) It actually worked really well. It made everybody speak very slowly and clearly, and you could understand what they were saying. And if they didn't hold the button down long enough, you'd only miss the part about them saying who it is. But anyway, so I call my daughter, and I say, this is Randy. I'm looking for Molly. Molly, if you are... um, yeah, we are taking our last run because we're going to leave soon. I would like you to take, I would like this to be your last run. And she calls back and she says, okay, we're on the T-bar. You know, or she says, this is Molly. I'm on the T-bar with my friend, you know, whoever. And <laughs> to Williger, we, this will be our last run. I said, great. I'll see you inside. So we go down the hill. We go inside. I don't have anything to change into because I came in my boots. And we're eating, we're snacking, we're waiting for them. They're not coming in. We don't see them. I call her back. This is Randy. Molly, are you on your way down? We should have seen you by now. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so now I get a call back, but it's somewhat unintelligible. There's a lot of like screeching girl sounds going on and a little bit of like, I catch a few words in there that are like, we're never coming in, you know, ha 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 ha. And then they just stop talking. I'm like, what is happening here? (laughs) First of all, you're breaching the walkie protocol. Second of all, what is this nonsense about never coming inside? So now I have to start calling them back and being like, 
you need to speak more clearly. I don't understand what it is that you're saying. I'd like to know where you are and where you're coming in. And and they call back again and they're giggling and laughing and saying stuff about how they're not ever going to come in because they're having too much fun and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we're and, never coming in. Yeah, we're never coming in. And finally get them to tell me that they have literally been just coming. They've been taking more runs. They came down. They got on the lift. They came down. They got on the lift again. They've been just doing this over and over again, knowing that we're inside waiting for them. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, somebody, it's, it's like, what kind of power have I given them? So I finally, you know, finally have to be like, sound like, this is moron over the radio being like, this is Randy, Molly. <laughs> where, you know, where are you now? And she's like, we're in the gondola. <laughs> like, and so there's other people in this gondola, I'm sure. And one yeah. of the girls is, is wearing one of the, the walkies that she borrowed from us. Okay. And she's got the, like, she's got like the police mic. Cause I have an extra one that's okay. clipped to her helmet. Yeah. So this is, it's not in her ear yeah, speakers. It's loud, right? It's being so, broadcast yeah. to everyone. And I'm like, if you do not come down <laughs> after this run, <laughs> like you will never ski again. You know, these absurd insults, these uh, absurd threats, right? Right. And they're like, okay, fine. <laughs> so I'm like, what is happening? Like, where did she get this idea that she could just lie? And then run around all day on the mountain like it's. I just it was absurd. I mean, on the one hand, I was it was kind of cool. I, I, I was like, yeah, I'm glad you're having fun, but you told me you were coming inside. Like, so she came in and I stopped her. I said, Molly, listen, I asked you to come inside like an hour ago, and you told me you were gonna come inside because we needed to leave. And she's like, Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> she says that for everything. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Like you can't it's not no <laughs> uh, so i don't know i don't know what to make of it it's not like i when you're you're sort of what would be my punishment like you can't ski alone anymore you have to stay with me it's like well that's a punishment for me as well although i, I mean i do like i like skiing with her like yeah she's she's fast and good now and fun to watch and you know well listen man uh, but she, yeah. I, we have this conversation. I have this conversation all the time with my kids. It's like this is a matter of trust, and if I can't trust you, you're not going to have privileges, right? And so, it's a hard one. But my son, and like I said, we've pulled back. I've said in previous shows, we've pulled back a lot of his freedoms because of some behavior stuff at school, and uh, and he gets mad about it. But I'm like, listen, I can't trust you, and I see the way you act with your with your siblings, and you're just not kind to them, and then it becomes a problem for me. So if you're not going to have the maturity to be able to, you know, respect your siblings, you're not, I don't see that you have the maturity out there in the, in town walking around on the streets. I don't know what you're doing. I don't, I right. don't. so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing though. Um, for definitely for us, but that's a real thing too. Cause it's like, well, yeah. I mean, and to, to that, right. My, my son was out with his friends. So there were one, two, there was four of them because of the four families. And then we met, Oh, there's more. Wait, one, two. Yeah, there was an older kid from another family that was also at the mountains. So there was, you know, other people we knew there. Yeah. But there's four of these older kids and they had gone over to the T-bar and they were calling each other on the radio, you know, saying all kinds of things that were making it, it was making it kind of clear what they were doing because they, they're morons and they seem to forget that we're all listening to the radio. <laughs> I had to keep telling them like, guys, can you stop screaming in our ears? Like, we got to cover this protocol the right way. 
But they were basically, you know, finally I called them back and I was like, boys, can you <laughs> stop? Please stop screwing around on the T-bar. Because basically they were, you know, they were purposely making it go like they were you know, dragging it one way and the other and drifting off into the woods and trying to hit the pole and this kind of thing. Oh, no, really? And you could hear them do it. They were telling each other all about it. Like, like guys, <laughs> again, it's just, what are you doing when I'm not there? <laughs> like, if this is, you're willing to say this stuff, like what else is happening that you're not, that I don't know about? And It'd be interesting to know on the one hand, but I want to, I, I want to, I don't want to be anyone to come to me later and be like, are these your kids? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> or like get their tickets taken. Right. That's a thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, we used to always be afraid of that when we were kids. Yeah. Getting your tickets taken away. Well, I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know. That's skiing. It's That's the, skiing. The, the irony of, uh, you know, last week's show, like, what time can, how, what age can you leave them alone? And then you're like, well, not mm. more than an hour. And they're like, okay, we'll see you in four hours and just don't leave the mountain. Don't leave the mountain. <laughs> yeah. 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 I so. don't know if we ever gave them that stipulation. Like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's implied. Huh? <laughs> don't leave the mountain. I mean, it all kind of, everything funnels towards the bottom. So it's hard for them to, they always right. ask which way to go. It's, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Which way should we go from here? I'm like, just go down. <laughs> uh-huh. Down. That down. way is down. Yeah. You can't go anywhere else. Just down. Well, that's, that's good. Funny. So I did a little research on Martin Luther King Sr. It's, it's, it wasn't good. It's a uh, poor guy, man. He, uh, yeah. So he was a, he was also a Baptist pastor and he was mm-hmm. an early figure in the civil rights movement. So, oh, good. Yeah. And he so was he obviously was active, the father yeah. named, very similar. Um, you know, but he, he outlived two of his kids. So Martin Luther King had, uh, and it outlived and his wife was murdered also. How about that? Yeah. Playing the organ or playing the piano at church. She was killed by a man who stood up and shot her. In the church. In the church, yeah. yeah. This was in 1974. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that long ago. No, he he died in 1984. Hmm. I read a little bit about Martin Luther King's brother, Alfred Daniel Williams King, who uh, died from... Uh, he drowned in a pool in his backyard, but he says he couldn't really handle all the pressure and stuff from his brother's fame and notoriety. And mm, so, so they're making some insinuations there. Yeah. Well, he did say he struggled with alcohol and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, and the and he has uh, Martin Luther King Jr. had a sister, Willie Christian, Willie Christine King Ferris, who is only living. Sim- she's still alive. So hmm. there you go. Now you learned a little bit about Martin Luther King Sr. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny, right? The junior gets all that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously he was. He was uh, well, he was murdered, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I guess that's why he was assassinated, right? Is mm-hmm. that why? Um, well, why? when do you say assassinated? I mean, he was If they're murdered. famous. If they're then famous, assassination. then they're assassination. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah. Hmm. So there's one other highlight, which I already told you about. Okay. Well. Uh, which was well, you know, because I think it relates to all the other story. Remember the water park story where the kid hit their head on the slide? Oh yes, 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 yes. Right. Yes. And the doctor story and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So <laughs> I feel this. I feel like this is sort of like one of those. In the lodge, end of the day. I had to. Well, I don't know if it was the end of the day, but I had to go to the bathroom. 
Okay. Bathroom is downstairs. I'm going down the stairs. Big flight of stairs. People in ski boots walking down the stairs are really funny to watch. Yes. It's... And um, there are wide stairs, a railing in the middle, right? So I'm on the right side, and I look over to the left side, and there's what I would call a baby. <laughs> there's a child who is capable. <laughs> Why do you say it that way? What you would call? Well, age-wise. Some people might say, well, if it's definition. walking, then it's not a baby. Right? Okay. What's a baby to you? Zero, zero to three months is a baby? Three to When, when do you call it a toddler? That, that's a newborn. A zero to like two months is like a newborn. Then you go up from there. But okay, so so the child was able to walk. Then it's a toddler, I think. Uh, okay, <laughs> it seemed tiny enough to me to to, to be a baby. Could Very it talk? Tiny. Did it have words? No words were said. Okay, that I heard. Right? Okay, not in my presence. But they had this cute little pink snowsuit on, and uh, they they were reaching really high up to grab the railing. They crawled up several stairs while I was watching, and I'm I'm. You know, immediately I'm like, this this is a small baby. Does not belong on the stairs. But there's people going up the stairs, literally like walking around this baby, <laughs> being like, oh, hey, kid, you're in my way, right? Up the stairs they go. Yeah. And I'm looking up the stairs. I'm looking down the stairs going, I don't see an adult that is associated with this baby. Okay. And if they are, I'm going to be mad at them because they're not supervising this stair crawling, right? So I go down the stairs and then I go up the other side where the baby is and I sort of, you know, shield them from the bottom because I don't want to immediately just snatch a baby. Right. You, you don't want to just grab a baby and, and run away. What are you doing, right. sir? Because there's a person at the top of the stairs that's kind of looking down yeah. and, and I kind of put my hand on the baby and then I kind of held the baby's hand and she stood up and looked at me and held my hand. And the person at the top of the stairs that was looking at me didn't say anything. And they kind of wandered off. I'm like, okay, it wasn't them. Baby wasn't crawling to them. So I picked her up because no one was around. So I picked her up and I walked her back the way she had come down the stairs into the corner of the hallway there. And I didn't want to move too far because I figured, you know, if someone's looking for this kid, they're going to come here eventually. And if they see me moving away yeah, right. quickly, that right. could be... And all this is happening relatively quickly. And so I finally, I mean, I'm looking down the hall and I see this this woman dragging another child up and down the hall, like at, at a pretty high speed, you know, head whipping back and forth. Frantic, would you say? A little bit frantic. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that's probably her then. <laughs> and she gets to where I am. She finally gets to where I'm standing. And I'm standing like on a flight of two stairs, like a little plateau area. Yeah. And she stops at the bottom of the stairs and now she's, she's cause she has a view of the whole staircase and her head's whipping back and forth and she's looking at the floor, you know, at the floor and the stairs and she's standing right in front of me, like maybe a foot or two away. Uh, but she doesn't see the baby <laughs> because I'm holding her up high. And as she's whipping her head back and forth, I, I said something like, she must belong to you. <laughs> and then her head pops up and she looks at me. You know, big sigh of relief, right? But she immediately reaches out and takes her. And she, oh, thank you. Right. And and she did say something to the effect of like, uh, you know, she does this a lot. Oh. Like hmm. she's she's a handful. She's always doing this kind of thing. Like okay. she's always escaping. So she didn't give a hint that she was pissed that I was holding the baby. 
or that she thought I was some kind of creep. She did take her back pretty rapidly, which is fair. It's yeah. her child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was no, yeah, there was no hint that like I could be any kind of in some sort of situation, which is good. Okay. But, uh, you know, I was just trying to do my part. It takes a village. So in your estimation, mm-hmm. how many people would you say just walked by this toddler baby? Stomping around in... Three. Three. Okay. Well, three on the stairs that I saw. Okay. Any number of people in the hallway that I didn't know about. All right. Like, before the baby got to the stairs? Yeah. I don't know how many. Before the baby got to the stairs. Okay. Well, at least least three people. She escaped her mother's view Mm -hmm. somewhere downstairs. And how long would you say, say this whole thing took, like... Two minutes, from, five minutes. From the time that I saw the baby on the stairs. Yeah. To her mother arriving to get her. Yeah. It's a very short amount of time. No, it's less than a minute. Okay. Oh, the less than a minute. Are, seconds are ticking by. Right? Okay, like, yeah. I see her. I look at the people. I walk down. There's 10 seconds. I walk up. I hold her hand. There's another 10 seconds maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, look, I'm looking at this guy. I pick her up. Another 10, 10, 15 seconds or so, right? Then I walk down. I'm looking around. So less, I'd say maybe a minute tops Mm. of the time that I saw her to when the mother caught up to her. So I don't know how much time there was before that. So I don't think she like lost her for 20 minutes. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. But that's still a pretty long time. And, uh. And, and I've been in that situation where I don't know where my child is. And right. that time moves really quickly, but yet stands still, if you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So, okay. It, yeah. If the kid had made it to the top of the stairs. Yeah. And then turned the corner. Like, it, that would have been weird. Like, I don't know what would have. Because <laughs> there's just a sea of people. Like, she could have gone anywhere. In in the lodge, likely she probably wouldn't have gone outside. Doors hard. Some, but but I I could see somebody. This is the strange part to me. I can see these dumbasses. Right, the baby could be standing there, sort of like pressing on the door, and someone would open it for her. Oh and yeah, let her, and and let her out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, sure. Oh hey, go on. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I mean, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, absolutely. They just People feel like, oh, yeah, sure. Let me give you a hand with that. It's a heavy door. Yeah. There are a lot of, like, pretty self-absorbed people on ski mountains, I've noticed. Like, And I don't mm-hmm. maybe – it's just because they're all, like, bundled up and they got helmets. They can't – their field of vision may be restricted because of goggles or something. But they seem to be very much in their own sort of, like, world, not, like, aware of what's going on around them. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, and then you get them tired, and then you're getting them at the bar, and they're getting their aperitif, and then it's just it it compounds the problem. And the uh, come on, they're I'm trying what? to walk here. They're they're aperitif, they're alcoholic beverage after they're skiing. Oh, you know that's okay. a big thing. A lot of people. I don't know if you notice, but Ooh, every every ski yeah. place has a bar, and it's always very popular. It is always the very end of the full. Day. Yeah, it yeah. is. So there's a couple of people I I I think like paid basically paid a cover charge to go to the bar like their cover charge is their lift ticket really like that's all they did like they were at the bar all day like i don't understand why you pay 
like you don't have to buy the lift ticket. Yeah, the lift ticket. Yeah, the lift ticket. It's it's joke, right? The lift ticket is the cover charge. They're paying sixty seven dollars or whatever it is just to go hang out at the 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 um, bar in the lodge, a ski lodge bar. I'm like, what? Weird. But all right. I don't know, because they seemed very comfortable and very sort of like they had had uh, multiple beverages. I do feel like I'm missing out. I, I don't like I have no draw to the bar area. It's always super crowded and just people mm-hmm. all over each other. And I'm like, I can't even deal with any of that. And it's loud. Mm-hmm. There's a band going. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And I'm like, I just spent all this money over there. And you're going to like charge me twice as much than I normally overpay for a beer here. Like what? what's going on? Just get me out of here. I'm not even comfortable. And they're in there like all their ski gear and everything. It's like, ah, bulky. No, thanks. I don't know. We're way over. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.